Hey, Rich Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. Well, it's good to see everyone. You can be seated today. Good morning, everyone. We're glad you're here. In fact, I want to just welcome you again. Turn to your neighbor and say you're in the right place at the right time right now. I believe that today. And uh, again, I just, I just love the atmosphere, love the Christmas decoration. Man, shout out to that crew, right? It just, uh, they just did a great job all throughout. And uh, if you don't like all these Christmas decorations, bah humbug to you, whatever. Uh, but I like them. And so um, I'm enjoying just that, the Christmassy atmosphere. It's awesome. I'm also happy uh, USC over UCLA, but uh, let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> Fight on. But uh, we're, gonna, we're, we're talking about a new series, uh, or we've been on a new series this couple months here uh, called Timeless. And what we're talking about is certain values uh, that should never change, attributes, virtues that have uh, no expiration date. And uh, there's a motto that uh, uh, City of Lakewood uses, time change, values don't. And there's values like generosity, values like respect, values like uh, unselfishness, values like love. Uh, these are timeless values, something that we should always have in our lives, and they never, never expire. And people would ask, what are values? Values are what uh, is your core belief, which shapes your life and shapes your behavior. And I'm going to read a verse of scripture here, kind of our theme scripture out of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. And it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. I mean, with everything, your heart, heart soul, mind. Uh, your strength, and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. You have to acknowledge God in your life, and he will direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So let's pray as we dive into this message this morning. Father, we thank you today for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your grace. Thank you for the people of God that are here. I thank you for those that are even watching online this morning. I pray uh, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit as I declare your word. Let truth resonate in our hearts today. Remove every distraction. And Lord, let the people hear the voice behind the voice. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. And so we're looking at another value or another virtue, believe it or not, that's endangered in our society today. And that's the quality of respect. Say respect. respect. There's something about respect that is the value today that seems in our society to be lost. People don't have respect anymore. And there was a book written by a woman by the name of Deborah Norvell. And she wrote this book a number of years ago. And she wrote The Power of Respect. And she said, Americans don't agree on many things but on one thing they do agree is there's less and less respect and rudeness seems to be the word for America. And they said 79% say lack of respect is a serious problem. They took a survey in America. They said 60% say rude and selfish behavior is increasing. 
88% people sometimes 88% of people sometimes encounter rude people. 62% are bothered by rude behavior. 77% see clerk see uh, uh, um, store clerks ignoring customers. I don't know if that happens in LA. Of course it does. 58% uh, encounter ingre- aggressive drivers, and 56% are bothered by the foul language. So what is making people feel this way? And there's a long list of things that are getting people uh, to really be rude and not showing respect. One of them, if you're driving, if you drive on on the freeway or even in, uh, you know, on the highway somewhere, you'll find that there's really aggressive drivers. In fact, one lady fessed up and said, you know what, I kind of lose my cool. I'm guilty of aggressive driving. She said, I feel like my car is like a cocoon, and it's separating me from other drivers, uh, providing me the sense of by myself where I don't have to connect with those jerks on the road. That's what she said. And so uh, all of these, uh, we're seeing this kind of aggressiveness or rudeness where you have the sideline screamers, right? These are the parents that are out of control in those youth events, uh, screaming at the referees, uh, screaming at the coaches. You might have seen some videos where they're actually going out in the field and boxing them out, right? And then you got the people with the loud cell phones uh, uh, use, and they're talking loud. It's rude. Uh, uh, Everybody in a restaurant can hear them. I know nobody here does that. Uh, And so all of that. And of course, uh, probably the one that really talked about respect and really kind of brought it to the forefront is Aretha Franklin uh, in that song, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? Uh, And that is respect. Uh, And it it became kind of the anthem song because so many people are looking for respect. And here's the definition of respect. It says, it says to show or to, uh, or to show deferential regard or esteem others. But this lady wrote a definition that I really like. She said, acknowledging the value and uniqueness of others and being mindful of their feelings while at the same time trying to put myself in their position. I think that's the greatest way that you can show respect for people. Sometimes we're not putting ourselves in their shoes. We're not putting ourselves in their position or wherever they're at. And so therefore, when we don't do that, we don't show any respect. Uh, The word respect comes from the Latin word respectus, which means regard. And if you break it down further, the re means, it means back. And then this spesir, uh, which means look at. So we can understand that, look, that respect means it all comes down to how you look back at yourself and how you look at others. That's what respect is. In other words, you, you look back at your self-worth and you look at the worth of others. And basically, if, you, uh, if you're a person that is aware and you, you perceive how others greet you, you perceive how others talk to you, you could perceive whether you're being respected or not. And how many would agree we live in a very rude world? We live in a world today that is becoming more and more rude. In other words, common courtesy is not that common anymore. 
And we live in a society today where people are losing respect for others. They're losing respect for uh, authority. They're losing respect for government. Uh, they're looking, losing respect for educational institutions. They're losing respect for businesses and law enforcement and even religious institutions. But yet, let me just be very clear today. The Bible is very clear about showing respect. The Bible is very clear about the value of respect. Believe it or not, uh, when you show respect, it brings stability on your family. It brings stability on your life. It is the framework of a civilized society when we learn how to respect other people, when we respect their right, when we respect who they are. And I can tell you the decay of our society is because people are losing respect for each other. Now, the Bible is very clear about a number of things. In fact, Jesus talks about a form of respect and honor. He said, honor your mom and dad. That's one of the commandments. How many agree with that? Jesus referred to this in Matthew 15, verse 6. He talks about honoring your parents. Uh, uh, Book of Romans in chapter 13 talks about uh, giving honor to authority and those in government and law enforcement and everything else. We're also to respect church leaders. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, the Bible also talks about respecting your husband, uh, wives that respect your husband. But in 1 Peter, it talks about husband respecting their wives. Someone say amen. Amen. And then if, if that's not enough, God covers it all right here. Here it is, 1 Peter 2.17, show proper, proper respect to everyone. Not just few, it says to everybody. So everybody is worth respect. Everybody. It's one of the basic needs in life where people want to be treated with dignity and respect. Who doesn't want to be respected? Who doesn't want to be treated with dignity and respect? And the way you get respect is the way you give respect. Let me say it again. The way you get respect is the way you give respect. So here's a couple of reasons. I want to give you four practical things on how to give and why, or I should say why to give respect to others. Why should we do it? Number one, why, do we, why should we honor other people? Why should we give them respect? Number one, write it down, because God made everybody. How many know that's a good reason? God made everybody. He didn't just make a few. He made everybody. The Bible says in Psalm 8, 5, you, God, made man inferior only to yourself. You crowned him with glory and honor. Here's what I want to say. God didn't create no junk, Right? So don't treat people like trash. That all right? So a lot of times what we do is people do worthless things. How many would agree with that? But that doesn't mean they're worthless. Sometimes people do dumb things. It doesn't mean we disrespect them. Can you say amen? amen. There are people who do wrong things, but they're still valued by God. And this is why we have to acknowledge that God made everybody the most unlovable people in the world. God still loves them. There are people in your life that are probably unlovable, but God still loves them. Here's what we tend to do. Let's just be honest. We tend to be polite and respectful to people with a certain social status. 
Are you hearing me? If you don't dress that well and you don't look uh, you know, like you have money, I'm not going to respect you. But man, the wealthy man comes in, hey, come on, sit down right over here. Yes, yeah, you want this? You know? and, and so we, the Bible's telling us you treat the CEO and the homeless person in the same manner. Amen. Am I right? You treat them with respect because God created them. Number two, you treat people with respect because Jesus died for everybody, including you. Look at what it says. You paid a ransom to save. God paid a ransom to save you. He paid for you with the precious lifeblood of Jesus. That's 1 Peter chapter 1. We may not think much of people sometimes, but God does. In fact, God loves people so much that he was willing to give his life for them. So the next time you feel like being disrespectful to people, you need to think about the cross because the cross shows how much God values people. The cross of Calvary tells us today that even though Jesus was rejected by people, he still loved them enough to die for them. These were people, many of the people didn't believe in him. Many of the people didn't receive his message. But yet, regardless, God still valued them. Jesus still valued them enough to die for them. And number three, the reason why we should show respect for people because it, it, it demonstrates and it reveals how much you know God. When you don't respect others, I doubt that you really know the Lord. Because when you're walking with God, it should be something that flows through your life. Because God values people, you should too. 1 John 4, 8 says, if a person isn't loving and kind, it shows that he doesn't know God, for God is love. So if you don't have any kindness, you don't have any respect, you don't have uh, any love for people, it really tells us that you, you don't really know God. Love, uh, love always treats people with respect. So you can talk about, am I preaching this morning? Am I right? If you look at Jesus, Jesus respected people. Jesus treated people with dignity, even his enemies. Even when people came against him, even when people were rude to him, yet Jesus always found a way to treat people with dignity and respect. First Peter 4, 8 again says, if a person isn't loving and kind, it shows that he doesn't know God. You may have all the doctrines down. You may, have, you may know all the scriptures in the word of God. You may have it all down, but if you're not gracious, if you're not respectful to to people, if you don't protect people's dignity, then I doubt very much that you know the Lord. Jesus was the great example of respecting people and showing dignity to people even in their worst moment. And most of us are familiar with the story when the Bible said that the Pharisees brought this woman who was caught in adultery and the very act of adultery. I was wondering, like, was I peeping Tom, or how did you guys see her? How did you guys know what was going on here? But anyway, they caught her, and the very the other thing is, where's the guy at, right? And they just brought the woman. Anyway, that's another story. But they bring this woman, and they throw her before Jesus. Jesus is ministering, and as he's ministering, they bring this woman, and they throw her at the feet of Jesus in the middle of his teaching. And they say, they say, Jesus, this woman, they don't even give her a name. They don't even show any dignity. This woman, this woman right here, this one right here, she was caught in the very act of adultery. 
And the Bible said, or the law of Moses said, that she should be stoned to death. She should be, not recreationally, okay? Someone throw a stone at her, right? Let's, let's, we, she, she should be murdered in front of everybody right now. And we know what the story says. The Bible says he wrote on the ground, but then he makes this statement, let him who is without sin cast the first stone. If you think you're so righteous, if you think you got your life all together and you want to stone people and you want to kill people and you want to take people's dignity away, go ahead and throw the first stone. Of course, we know everyone walked away. But Jesus dealt with her sin. Jesus just didn't say, go ahead and go back and do what you were doing. Of course, Jesus said, go and sin no more, right? That's what he said. And so over and over, the religious people were always mad at Jesus because he showed respect and dignity to the lost and those that were uh, considered uh, people that you didn't hang around with. In fact, look at what it says in Luke chapter 15. Now all the tax collectors and sinners drew near to him to hear him. So you have all of these people coming. Uh, the mar- marginalized people, the people that uh, didn't come to church, they're coming to hear him. But the Pharisees, these are the religious people. These are some of the people in reach church. They're mad. They're murmuring, saying, this man, I, I, did I say that? I'm sorry. The, this man receives sinners and eats with them. Can you believe it? He's sitting down. He's down here, right over here at Habit Burger, and he's talking to some of these guys, and he's sitting there having a burger with them. You know, I can't believe that. I can't believe that's what's happening here. This guy is hanging around with sinners, and he, uh, they basically did not agree with what Jesus was doing because, see, the most disrespected people during that time were tax collectors and sinners and, and prostitutes and the lepers, and yet these were the very people that Jesus attracted. See, if our church isn't attracting those kind of people, then I doubt very much we're preaching the message of the Word of God. Oh, yeah, that's something to clap about. Jesus befriended and brought dignity and respect to those people that these religious people didn't like. Jesus knew how to treat people with respect. See, you may have all the rudes right, but you're still rude. You may have all the rules right, but you're not showing respect. And this is what Jesus was demonstrating to the world and the religious people. Hey, they may be lost and they may be messed up, but they still deserve some respect. They still deserve the gospel. Someone say amen. In fact, one of the criterias in 1 Corinthians 13, if you want to know what love is, it says love is not rude. I said love is not rude. If you tell somebody, I love you, but you're rude to them, then you know you don't really love them. If you tell your wife or your husband you love them, but you're always rude to them and you're always putting them down. I know nobody's doing that here, but if you did that, then I doubt very much your love. If you're always rude to people, I doubt your love. And yet the bottom line is rudeness is simply this, disrespect. Can I just be honest with you? Rudeness is simply being disrespectful to others. If you're rude, it means you don't care. It means, hey, you're not worth my time. 
It means you're not valuable in my eyes. I'm basically saying uh, when I'm rude to you, I'm the only one that matters. You don't. And we find that there's a lot of rudeness that people do. And I, I want to I name 10 things, top 10 things. Uh, I just kind of made them up, okay, that, uh, that, uh, that, you know, demonstrate rudeness and sometimes irritate us. And some of you are going to relate to top number, n- number 10, people talking at the movies. Isn't that rude? How many have ever been in the movie and these people decide they're going to have a full-on conversation? Dude, we're at the movies. I came to hear the movie and watch it, not to listen to your, uh, um, you know, your conversation, all right? Number nine, finishing a food item and putting it back in the refrigerator. That is just rude. I saw a milk carton in there. You drank it or you poured it all in the syrup, and then you put the empty thing back in there. Isn't that rude? Come on, you guys got to get with it here. Number eight, people who honk the horn in traffic, in a traffic jam when it's going nowhere. Why are you honking? Can you see? Red everywhere. We're not going anywhere. Am I right? I mean, does that irritate you? Come on, and things that irritate. Number seven, parking on the white line. How am I going to get on the car if you're parking right on the white line? Right? Number six, are you going to like this one? Always being late to an event. Isn't that rude? We're going to throw a birthday party, but we can count. Your family is going to come in right at the end because that is just the rude. Anyway, uh, number, number five, people who come from the opposite direction and, and steal my parking spot where I was patiently waiting for. How many? No, that's just rude, man. That, that's a fight. Am I right? That's a fight. This one gets me, though. This one really gets me. Number four, blocking the aisles with your shopping cart and not letting me get through. Like, how am I going to get through? Like, which way do I go? I mean, you know, you're going over here. Move the parking. I mean, move the cart over. Am I right? Anyway, let's go. Uh, Number three, wearing too much perfume and cologne. My God, we can smell you from the parking lot. All right, God, what did you do? Just pour that bottle on you. Number two... People who place on order and you're still talking on the phone. That's rude, I would say. Man, let the people, they're trying to talk and you're still on the phone. And number one, I didn't know there was the word. I just discovered this word. You probably humble bragging. These are people that want to share a personal victory. It's okay to do it. But you say, you know, I, I bought my house is so big, I had to hire, uh, uh, you know, a housekeeper. Thank you, humble bragging, humble bragging, right? That's got to be like the number one thing. So a lot of these things, uh, uh, you know, again, get under our skin. And we have to learn how to respect other people. And number four, how do we show or why should we uh, show respect? Because what you give out is what you're going to give back. Whatever you give out, it's it's the, uh, what's the word? Reciprocal rule. Why am I getting in trouble with words here? Reciprocal rule. And what goes around comes around. So whatever you want in life, according to the Bible, whatever you plant or whatever you sow, you're going to reap it back in the harvest. So if you want respect, you've got to learn to give respect. 
If you want people to smile at you, you need to smile at people. The people always say, I I don't have any friends. Have you tried being friendly? That might help. That might help. Uh, People don't like to come talk to me. Maybe you're not approachable. Your, you know, the way you position your body language doesn't seem to want to welcome anyone. So whatever you give out is what you're going to get back. In fact, Galatians 6, 5 says the man's harvest in life will be, depend entirely on what he sold. So the benefits of what you're going to get in return is going to be determined by what you plant in life. So if you're rude to people all the time, guess what? Rudeness is going to come back to you. Great people know how to make other people feel good. They're just, you know what, what makes people great? They're just ordinary people that make other people feel great. And when they do that, greatness comes back to them. Can you say amen? The most respected people are the most respectful people. And that is the key to life. If you want to receive it, you need to give it. How can I show respect? What, how many ways, what ways can I show respect to others? So I'm going to give you some keys here. I want to give you some practical things because I believe this is the value in life. It's timeless. And we need to cultivate it back in our society, especially even in the church. Because a lot of times we bring our junk to the church. You have a backpack of junk when you walk in the church, and one of them is not showing respect for others. I can't tell you how many times as a pastor I've been disrespected by people. Try to say hi, try to talk to them, and they literally disrespect me. And literally want to, they take pride in it. Like, yeah, I disrespect, you're nobody. Oh, thank you, amen. Oh, Jesus thinks I'm somebody. Jesus died for me, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm a person. But anyway, here's a couple of things you could do. Number one, when you speak to people, you need not just be truthful, but you need to be tactful. There are many people today that I'm going to tell the truth, but are you tactful in how you say it? How do you speak to people and how you say things to people matters? In fact, Proverbs 15, 4 said, a kind word brings life, but cruel words crush your spirit. So are you crushing people or are you showing some kindness? So it's really describing tactfulness. Tactfulness, believe it or not, is the quality we don't like to hear much about, but it's it's not what you say, it's how you say it. I learned this when I first came to the church. My pastor taught me it's not what you say, it's how you say it. If you tell that person, get that chair and bring it over there, he said, you know, that's pretty demanding, but you say, please, uh, if you, can you take a moment and help me bring a few chairs over to this side? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. You have to learn to be tactful. You have to learn how to speak to people, and it's going to determine whether your words are going to be accepted or rejected. People who say these things, and you've heard it, I've said this before, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You've heard that before? That's a fat lie. Words do hurt. And how you speak to people and what you say to people will uh, really hurt for a long time. You can break a bone and it'll be repaired in weeks and months, but you can say words and it'll leave scars for years to come. 
And so you have to be careful what you say because basically the words are powerful and that's why you have to be tactful. It's like lubrication to a relationship when you're tactful. But when you're just truthful, you're just straight out, it brings friction, right? That's why we have to learn how to be respectful and tactful when we talk to people. Otherwise, you're going to be eating your own words later on. So can I give you a few tips about how to be tactful? Can I help you with that? Okay. Here's the collection of tactfulness, tactful phrases that you could do in your life. Tact is what you think, but you don't say it. Are you hearing me? Tact is the ability to make the point without making an enemy. How many know that helps? Tact is when someone tells you to go off in, to jump off a cliff and it makes you want to do it and look forward to the journey. Tack is treating everybody as if they knew what they were talking about. <laughs> That's tack. Tack is the art of telling someone he's open-minded when he just has a hole in his head. That's, that's tack right there. Tack is speaking the truth in love. It's learning how to speak. See, there's a lot of us in our life. We grew up being rude and not showing any tact. I'm just going to be frank. I'm just going to be candor. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to let the chips fall where they fall. And can I tell you, you're an idiot when you do that. You're dumb. You're not going to have many relationships when you do that. I call that diarrhea of the mouth. You have diarrhea of the mouth. You have not learned how to be tactful in your conversation. You learned that somewhere, and you need to unlearn it. Get rid of your trash talking. Learn how to be tactful when you talk to people. I'm just frank. I just tell it like it is. I don't care, you know. And I'm telling you, you're demoralizing people. You're tearing people down. And basically, you're rude. And I'm telling you, the day of your funeral, nobody's going to say anything good about you. Are you hearing me? When you're honest and you learn how to be tactful today, you can tell the truth without making enemies. You can tell the truth but without being demeaning and disrespectful to people. Here's what you need to ask yourself when you're talking to people and you want to convey a truth to people, but you want to do it tactfully. Number one, you need to say, what am I going to say or how am I going to say this? And if what I'm going to say going to destroy them or develop them, am I saying this to build them up or to tear them down? Am I saying this to make a point and get credit, or am I trying to find common ground with this person? Am I saying this to protect this person's dignity, or am I trying to punish them? I'm trying to bring dignity to this person, and and I'm not trying to discredit them and destroy them, but I need to speak this truth to them, and tactfulness has everything to uh, do with it. Uh, We're just not spouting out things and saying things to people and venting our anger and being proud of it, friend. You have to say the truth with tact. Hallelujah. Well, it got quiet in here. Number two. How do we show uh, love and how do we show respect to people? When I'm being served by people, I have understanding and I'm not demanding. When people are serving, especially here in this church, we have volunteers here, we have people that are doing things. They don't get paid. 
Our ushers don't get paid. Our ushers in the parking, the people in the cafe, they don't get a paycheck, and we're not paying. And you, you can't imagine how many times in our church people are being rude to people that are serving them. They're being demanding, not understanding. They're not, they're not getting paid. What can I tell you? They're not paid. They're here out of their own heart to serve, and yet we're being rude to them. Hey, give me this. Give me that. Hey, this guy, calm me, calm me. Calm down. Calm me, calm me. All right? Luke 6, 31. This is the golden rule. Think about the golden rule. You ever heard about the golden rule? Here it is. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Do you want people to be demanding to you? No. Do you want to be people to be understanding to you? Yes. Yeah. So you treat other people the way you want to be treated. This is respect for other people. One of the greatest tests of your character is how you treat other people. I really love to take people out and, and, and go to the restaurant. I, I want to watch how they treat other people. It's going to tell me a lot of how they minister to people. How do they treat that waitress? How do they treat these people here? Uh, you know, because uh, how you treat your employees or your employer, or how you treat the clerks uh, or the waiters and the waitresses, how you treat your husband, how you treat your wife, how you treat your children, how you treat other people serving in ministry has a lot to say about your character, has a lot to say about how you respect others, and has a lot to say how rude you are. Somebody who's rude and demanding and not understanding has the character flaw that needs to get corrected. And whatever you learn, you need to unlearn it. And stop blaming your, your culture. Oh, that way, shut up. Just that you learned it, unlearn it. Well, my mom did it. And that's, that's the way we grew up. Unlearn it, fool. Unlearn it. That, stop, stop, stop. Let God change you. Let God change you. You need to change the way you do things. When you blame, you be lame. You're, you're lame, man. Those are, those are just, uh, I'm tired of those excuses. This is the way I grew up. This is when my mom and dad, like, that's our generation. That's our family. Change it, buddy. It needs to change with you. You're a Christian. You're saved. You're saved by the blood of Jesus. He transformed your life. Change the way you speak. I know, I grew up, I grew up in a place where things weren't done with respect, and I, 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 I could cuss people out and peel the paint off a wall, amen, that's how bad I was, but if God can change me, he can change you. Proverbs 16, 21 says, a wise, mature person is known for his understanding, the more pleasant his words are, the more persuasive he is. You need to be persuasive, not abrasive. And a lot of us today, we wonder, how come I'm not so persuasive? It's because you're not respecting people. You're abrasive with people. I, 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 I read this before, but I want to read it to you again. It says, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. Politeness changes people, not rudeness. Eric Hoffer said this, rudeness is the weak man's imitation of strength. Let me say that again. Rudeness is the weak man's imitation of strength. You think you're strong because you're rude. You're weak. It shows you have limited IQ. You have a limited amount of brain. You have a pea brain with your dirty word. That's what happens. It doesn't take much to say you you can train a parrot to cuss, but a person that can discipline himself, really it begins to show some self-control. 
it begins to show that you, you basically are saying, I, I can control myself. I don't have a limited vocabulary. I can treat. I have some character. I'm not going to demean people. I'm not going to put people down. I'm going to show some respect to people. So the secret is treating others the way you want to be treated. How many times have you gone to a restaurant and that poor waitress, man, you could tell, and, and we're blaming the waitress. You don't know if there's one cook instead of three, right? You don't know if other people didn't show up to the shift, especially nowadays, uh, you know, uh, only she did and another person, so she's taking care of all these tables. Uh, you don't know what's going on. Put yourself in her shoes. Can I preach this morning uh, and learn how to treat people with respect? I can tell you, sometimes the most disrespectful people are, are, are the most, let me say it this way, the people that we disrespect the most are the people we love the most, apparently. Think about this. Sometimes we treat people in our home uh, worse than we treat a stranger. It's amazing today how we treat our family. We're, we're disrespectful to our own family. We don't even treat them good. And yet we'll treat a, a stranger better than our own family. This is not a joke. This is the true thing that happened. A California woman left her husband of 22 years when, he found, when she found out she, he voted for a different candidate for president. This is a true story. Apparently, she said, this is a betrayal and this was the tipping point, and it opened up areas that, that I'm not ready to face. Wow, poor you. And then this one said, this, this is a true story. This, this Japanese couple who had been married for six years, they watched the movie Frozen. It was the deal breaker. After watching it, he made the mistake of asking her, did you really think that was a good movie? Well, apparently she did. And the fact that he could even ask that question made her question what sort of person he was, and she couldn't seem to let it go. Anyway, <laughs> I'm reading it right here. That's what it says. <laughs> now, how rude is this? This is a true, I, I, you can look it up. Don't look it up now, but this is true. Rashida Lu Lucas divorced her husband, TP, that's his name, because she said on national television, he's just too nice. Chief, chief among Lucas's grievances were that TP said, I love you too much. And he was such a good cook that it caused her to gain weight. <laughs> so therefore, she divorced him. Like, <laughs> can you believe? Talk about how rude people are, right? The things that they, they just no courtesy and no respect. Number three, how do we show respect to people, even with people we disagree with. How, how do we do that? We become instrumental and gentle, not judgmental. And I believe this is the key with people because there's a lot of Christians in the world that, you know what, all of us today as believers, we're not going to agree with everybody. There are things happening in our society. There are lifestyles and behavior, and I'm not endorsing, and I'm not say, approving these lifestyles, but you can still learn how to be respectful to people. They're gonna, people that are going to walk in these doors. They're going to look different. They're going to come from different places and different lifestyles. And We still need to treat people with dignity and love. Can you say amen? And we have to remember that, you know what, their standard and their behavior may not line up with the word of God, but we still need to love them with God's love. 
And I found this, that you know what? Uh, they're the God in heaven that loves them and cares about them. And they're not accountable to me. They're accountable to God. There are even Christians today that we disagree with. It, it really, uh, you know, they're, they're like they're arguing on Facebook over non-essential issues. And the social media becomes an arena where Christians are attacking each other. Can I tell you, I think the world looks at those arguments and they're just laughing at us. Because we, we need to stop trying to judge every issue, trying to jump on everybody. Look at James chapter 3 says, wherever there is jealousy or selfish ambition, there will be disorder. But wisdom, what? From above is peaceful, gentle, and friendly. So if we're going to learn how to uh, love people that have difference of opinion, different behaviors, and different lifestyle, we're going to have to learn to bring peace and love. Uh, the greatest of these is love, the Bible says, right? I'm going to move quickly. Number four, when you share your faith with people, respect them, don't reject them. Let me just say that there are people that need to hear the gospel, and we have to be tactful how we speak to them. Are you hearing me? Colossians 4, 5 says, be tactful with those who are not Christian. Talk to them agreeably with the, with the flavor of wit, basically saying tact, and try to fit your answer to the needs of each of them. So it's amazing how this gospel message, did you know gospel basically means good news? Don't make the ba gospel bad news. It's still good news, Right? Make it good news for people. Let them know that, hey, there's truth here, that God can change their life. Don't say, I'm saved, you're, you're not. I'm good, you're not. You know, it, it basically, uh, Billy Graham said it this way, evangelism is sharing the good news. It's one beggar telling another beggar where to get bread. I'm a beggar, you're a beggar. Hey, I, I can tell you where the bread is. I can tell you the good news, the bread of life. Someone say amen. And, and this, is why, this is why it's so critical how we convey the gospel to other people. 1 Peter 3.15 says, If anyone asks you why you believe as you, as you do, be ready to tell them and do it in a gentle and respectful way. Shine your light. Not with a blowtorch, okay? Shine your light. <laughs> Let people know. Amen. And number five, when people are rude to you, respond politely to them. And I know these are, these are values today. It may sound very basic to you, but man, don't, don't fuel the fire and, and fight with people. I'm just telling you today, uh, just because uh, some people say, oh, you, you're being rude to me? I'm going to teach you how to be rude. I can be ruder than you. Come on, you're a believer. Come on, be an example. My, my wife will always, she, she, man, she's so awesome. Sometimes things would, just, uh, things would just get your blood boiling. Let's just be honest. And she says, really, aren't you a Christian? Well, amen, I am. Hallelujah. <laughs> aren't you a pastor too? Yes, I am. <laughs> Did you pray today? I see, you, I see you getting angry over this. She goes, really? I, I, and I, I have to remind myself. And thank God for I have a good wife. She's reminding me too not to be rude. Can, can we make a war on rudeness? I said, we need to make war on rudeness and start loving some people. Can you say amen? And really, you know, I, I believe our church needs to be mo one of the most respectful and loving churches around. 
when people come into this church, no matter who, who comes in, whatever lifestyle, however they, man, these people are going to feel respected and loved. They're going to feel like, man, uh, you know, we already know you, man. It's my first time out. Oh, come on, let me show you where you can sit. Let me, let me show you the cafe. We, we welcome you here. We're glad you're here. And if, it's, if you're here for the first time, honestly, we're glad you're here. We welcome you to our church. We know there's a God in heaven that loves you. And so let's pray this morning. Let's ask God to help us to be respectful to one another, to others. So, Father, all over this house right now, I pray for the grace of God. I pray today, Lord, that we would begin to display display love, display respect for others. God, let us put it into action. Help us to get away from rudeness and disrespect. God, we live in a society today that is so disrespectful that they even pride themselves in being disrespectful. And God, we don't want to go in that direction. We want to be known as people that respect others and love others. Because Jesus was the greatest example of love and respect. Jesus showed respect for other people. And God, let us learn to do that with the people around us, especially our wife, our husband, our children, our friends, our mom and dad, our relatives. Help us to respect them, God. We, we're not always going to agree with every opinion. We're not always going to agree with what they're doing. But God, we can show some respect. And we can be tactful when we talk to people. God, help us to live by that golden rule. Treat others as we want to be treated. The Holy Spirit, remind us of that today. If you're in this room today with every head bowed, every eye closed, maybe it's your first time here, maybe you've been here before, but you've never given your life to Christ. You've never surrendered your heart to Jesus. You've never asked the Lord to come into your heart and save your soul. And I I ask you respectfully today, I want to ask you this question. And I want to challenge you today. Give your life to the Lord. How many in this room that say, Pastor, I need Jesus in my life. And out of respect for you and for God's love for you, I respectfully want to ask you today, would you give your life to Jesus? Give your life to the Lord today. If you haven't given your life to the Lord, if you've never surrendered to God, maybe you've been here, maybe you thought about it, but you said, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not sure. Can I tell you? You'll never get ready. You don't get ready to come to God. You come to God as you are. He loves you that much. You may say, man, I've done so many things. Can I tell you, God still loves you. God still loves you today. He's reaching out to you. And the reality is this. Without God, we don't have a hope, man. Without God, and I say it respectfully, without Jesus, you don't have a hope in your life. You have a lot of things, but you don't have hope. Real hope is Christ. So if you're in this room right now, you be honest with God right now. Say, Pastor, I need the Lord in my life. I want to receive Jesus in my life today. Would you just raise your hand right now? Say, that's me. That's me, Pastor. I need Christ in my life. I need the Lord in my life right now. I'll be honest with God. I'm going to be honest with myself. I need the Lord in my life. If you've never received him in your life before, you've never asked him to come in your life today, raise your hand right now. Raise your hand. Say, that's me. That's me. 
Maybe you were once walking with God. Maybe at one time you were serving God, but you're away from God today and you need to come back to the Lord. Would you raise your hand right now? So that's me. I need to come back to the Lord. Who are you right now? I need to rededicate my life to the Lord this morning. Raise your hand. I don't want you to leave here the same way that you walked in. Is there anyone at all? Anyone at all? I just want to, I want to respect your time, but I want to give you this moment today. If there's anyone at all right now, you be honest. I need the Lord. I, I, need, I need Jesus in my life. I need to receive, I need to rededicate my life. Raise your hand right now. Is there anyone at all? Thank you, Lord. Why don't we all stand together? I believe the Holy Spirit is in this house today. I don't think there's anyone in here that can't relate to what I'm talking about. Showing some respect to others. Your family, your friends, people around you. I'm telling you, this is, this is the value that we need to learn. It's the value that I had to learn in my life. How to show respect for others, regardless. Regardless of where they came from, regardless of where they're at. I had to learn how to show respect to other people. And it's not whether they deserve it or not. It's not whether they're worthy or not. It's because God made them and God loved them and I need to show that respect. So I'm gonna worship, I want to worship God for just a moment. Then I'm gonna open the altar. Maybe there's some areas of respect. Maybe you feel a little disrespected. And the way you treat others is the way others are gonna treat you. And I believe the most respectful people are people that show respect to others today. So let's just worship God for just a moment. And then I'm going to open. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com slash give.